0: Welcome to episode 133 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from people who inspire and motivate others to help teach you how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Video content is a critical element for marketing in 2019, According to Cisco's international research, by 2022, online videos will make up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic, which is 15 times higher than it was in 2017. As a service provider of video content, I am frequently asked for advice on the best way for businesses to utilize the power of video content, and my answer might surprise you. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I share with you my thoughts on how to realistically and affordably include video content into your marketing mix, and I share some of my top tips for tools that will help improve your in-house video content. This is Amelia talking video on Be The Drop. want help creating video content at narrative marketing we deliver a full range of video production services or if you'd like help creating your own in-house video content i also deliver video training programs hit the link in the show notes for more Hi everybody and welcome to today's episode on video, video, video. I've recently been talking a fair amount about podcasts, which I strongly believe are the up and coming content medium that you really need to be considering in your business. Audio is continuing to grow and podcast content is continuing to grow in popularity and I really think businesses need to be considering that as part of their current or future marketing content but something that I haven't talked about for a little while and it is an area that we do a lot of work in is video content now the conversation I have around video content and podcasting is quite different because These days, you don't need to try and convince people of the value of video. It's more often people are saying to me, We need video, but how can we do it in an affordable way? And that's a slightly different conversation we're having around podcasting because whilst it's growing, it's still a relatively new medium in business, but video is big and it's here to stay. In the intro, I mentioned that. The statistic from Cisco, where by 2022, they're looking at 82% of all internet traffic is going to be Video. So and that's huge. So it's huge percentage. And if you think about your own consumer habits online, videos are very easy to consume. Uh, when I do a Google search, I will frequently hit the video tab after searching and see what are the top videos and potentially just get my information there without actually reading something. Uh, I've got a couple of other statistics from an article from Biteable that I'll share in the show notes where 81% of businesses use video as a marketing tool and that's up 63% from last year and that's from HubSpot. And according to HubSpot as well, 78% of people watch online videos every week and 55% view online videos every day. So there's big numbers of people watching video. As I said, I don't think that I actually need to convince you of that. And that's not the question I get asked. The question I get more frequently asked is how to make videos work for your business in a timely and affordable fashion. And this is the aspect of my answer that is potentially surprising is that I don't think that All video content needs to be professionally produced. So my advice when I'm really asked that question on how to include video into your business's marketing content is to include a variety of video, to have some professionally produced and outsourced, and then a quantity of some that is produced in-house updates and insights and little bits of behind the scenes information that can have a higher frequency turnover, that type of content that humanizes your brand and makes you more than just a company and more than just a brand without blowing your marketing budget. Because externally outsourced video content does come with a price tag. So obviously, if you're looking to outsource professional video content, we're amazing and you should talk to us. We have worked at Narrative Marketing really hard to make our video professionally produced video content really affordable. But given the time that it takes to record and edit, our minimum video packages start at around $2,000. So that can represent a huge chunk of someone's marketing budget. So you need to think about how many times can you get a video that costs you $2,000 and what is the return on investment for that? So you need to really carefully figure out what is the content that is going to give you that best return on investment and therefore that's what you invest that money on and then what are the other messages that you still want your customers to engage with and how can you create in-house content around that? I'm going to go through a few guidelines in today's episode just to give you a bit of some of my really top high-level tips that will help you get started with video. It's a big topic and to really start producing good quality in-house video content, you probably need to do some training and you definitely need to do some practice. So don't expect you're going to get it right first time. The point for my comment here is that from the beginning of last year to the end of last year, just by going through the disciplined approach of doing a weekly video, my ability to deliver those videos got better and even though i've been producing and around the production of video content for years it was i did that by myself set up in my own office so there was things that i had to learn and ways of making it better that i picked up along the way in-house video doesn't mean crappy video content It doesn't mean that you should then have really bad audio. You know, you need to avoid things like cameras that shake up and down and move around and potentially give people vertigo sickness. Different brands have a different scale of how casual they can be. However, I don't think there's any business that has an out for really poor video quality. So even though you're creating this video content in house, you still need to make sure that people would want to watch it. People are going to want to engage with and listen to and watch. But having just said, listen to a big thing to be aware of is that a lot of video content online isn't necessarily listened to. So you need to have the audio there and available for those people that do want to listen to it, but adding captions on screen and utilizing tools that can help you do that is a really important add-on feature to be aware of. So how do you make sure that your in-house video content is of a good standard? Well, There are a couple of must-have items that I think you need to have in your kit and much of today's in-house video content can be easily and cheaply produced using your mobile phone. The cameras that are now included on a mobile phone are incredible and I quite regularly produce and release video content on my social media channels that I have recorded on my mobile phone. Before you start recording your video, there's a couple of tips that I think are really important. One of them is to know what you're going to be talking about. I don't recommend writing a script. Unless you're a professionally trained actor, it's actually very hard to remember and deliver with confidence, scripted content. So just trying to, you could write down the key points, know the framework of what you wanted to cover, have a beginning, middle, end as with all stories so that there is a framework around what you're going to deliver. Make sure you know how you're going to end and what the, what the purpose of that video is. So with any content in marketing, know the audience who you want to deliver this piece to, know what it is that they're looking for from you and and how they might engage with you and deliver the messages that will help foster that connection. So video needs to be considered in that same way as you would other content. The other thing I'd say with in-house content is before you start filming, know what platform, and what purpose you're going to use that content for on a particular platform. So I mentioned vertigo and not making people sick from watching your videos by having a screen that bounces around. If I see video content online and it's got a lot of movement, so somebody's literally holding the phone just in their hand and taking the video, I will stop watching it because it it makes me feel ill to watch. And I'm not alone in that. There's too much video content that we don't need to watch poor quality video. So one, a very basic thing to get you started is a really cheap tripod. This is if you're going to set yourself up at a desk or standing somewhere inside And you just want something to stabilize your phone. So this works if you're filming someone else or if you've got the camera facing on you and you're doing a piece where you're just talking to camera. One thing I'd say when buying the tripod is if you can, look for one which has a little Bluetooth remote, particularly if you're going to be filming yourself Because this allows you to have the shot set up and then you've got the button in your hand and you can press it to start. Definitely, you don't need to be spending a lot of money. I got a really great kit from Officeworks for $20. So, you know, these are the prices that you should be looking at. A tripod will at least help you stabilize your video and will make a big difference to just getting you started. The other stabilizing device that I frequently use when creating in-house video content is what's called a gimbal. It's G-I-M-B-A-L. Now, professional videographers use really schmick gimbals to get moving shots. So, you know, if there's a pan or the camera's following a person as they walk, those shots are quite often filmed. Using a gimbal. I use an Osmo. The brand is DJI, which is also a brand that creates things like drones and a whole range of other sort of equipment. And it's around $200. So that is more of an investment than your tripod. And you might want to work up towards creating videos with a gimbal, but it's definitely something to consider. The other two important things to really think about for in house video is audio and lighting. Audio can be a defining factor in the quality of video. To try and improve the audio quality of your videos, investing in something like a Rode lapel microphone, which is only around $80, can be a great way of improving the overall quality of your in-house video content. I will include a link to the road, mic in the show notes so that you can check it out. And then the second of those two things that I think you also need to consider is lighting. If you're filming inside, add additional lighting than your overhead room lights. When I'm creating my Facebook Live videos, I literally use a desk lamp. If you're filming outside, think about light and dark by shadows, you know, be really careful that you're not moving in and out of light and dark, and also be careful of not filming directly into the sun. The next really crucial step in creating in-house video content is editing. If you're doing a Facebook live video, the great thing there is that you've avoided the requirement for editing. But not all of your content may be suited to Facebook Live and also building up for the confidence to deliver your content live on Facebook might take some time and you might feel more comfortable if you can produce some in-house videos that you can edit first so that if you make mistakes or you're feeling a bit uncomfortable, you can do it a few times, edit it before you then publish. If you're producing content on your phone, there are a number of different editing apps that you can try. The one that I am using at the moment is called Quick. I I have tried a bunch of different video editing apps on my phone and this is the one that I like at the moment. I find that it's really easy to navigate, um, it's user-friendly and it works for me. Quick is a free app that's provided by GoPro, so it doesn't cost anything to download and have a go. You can add titles, you can cut out bits of a clip and edit multiple clips into one video. How to edit videos is not something that's easily conveyed over podcasts. So it is something that will potentially look at creating some Video tutorials, ironically, down the track, or again, it's covered in my video workshops. Which, if this content that I'm talking about today is something you do want to know more about and you happen to be based in Adelaide, I apologize to listeners in other locations. I am going to be delivering a half day video training workshop through Scout Digital Training on Tuesday, the 2nd of April. So, if you want to know more, and you really want to go into greater detail, then be sure to come along. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.